Hey guys, welcome to Super Moment S. It's Saxy again, and today we are featuring one of our pals whose tag is Krug. He's an older gentleman. He's very skilled and experienced in the world of gaming. And today we would like to just pick his brain about the era that is arcades. So, Krug, anything you want to say to introduce yourself as a gamer? Some uh, major feats you may have or current games you're playing? Uh, hello. I don't consider myself a, a good gamer or, or, or so much of a gamer at all, but I guess I've done it enough so that I, um, I'm here. Uh, games I'm playing now? Yeah, anything that you, something that you would pass time with today. And it could be any of the mobile games that we've shared or something you find on the computer that you've been playing recently. Or you could even give us a top three. Top three favorite games of all time. Ooh, top favorite three games of all time. That's a toughie. Um, well, right now I'm playing a game called Quadradius, which is on the um, PC. Yep, and Mac as well, right? Is that just through the browser, internet browser? Right. Okay. Um, and it's a free-to-play game. It's been coined as a, a game that's not unlike checkers, space checkers on crack. Okay, <laughs> that's good. And um, it's awfully fun. You can play it for free, or you can buy things called coins, spelled with a Q. And um, do the is the in-game purchases? Do those give you an upper hand when you're battling other players? Not really. You can um, if if you both have the same powers, then you can use those powers. But if you're playing against someone who hasn't done any in-game purchases and you both have to play without powers. Oh, okay. So it's not really a pay-to-play or pay-to-win no. kind of game. It's still it's still an awful lot of fun to play even if you don't use the if you just use the standard powers that come with the free game. It's good. Um, I really wanted to touch base on the old school 1980s late 80s era where it was pay-to-play with coins and physical currency that is arcades. Um, I do know Joust is a huge title in your heart. Hmm, I did like Joust. I remember you telling me about a game you had on the Commodore 64 that was so addictive you went to sleep while your mother was playing it and you woke up and your mother was still playing it. Do you remember this game? Uh, you are mixing two games together. Am I? Okay. <laughs> so tell me. Get these stories straight then. Okay. Um... The one that my mom was addicted to was on the game console known as Intellivision. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> which was which was the it was a popular game just before ColecoVision got big. Same develop. That's the same thing, right? Intellivision was went no, into ColecoVision. I don't or think no? so. I think there were oh, separate, really? separate okay. entities. That's cool. Um, Intellivision had a, a controller that looked sort of like a. Uh, a remote control with a little disc on it and, okay. and you could press different sides of the disc and it would go down you know so you could it would kind of pivot sort of off like the left. center point yeah okay got you and um and kind then like the on D-pads. the top at the top there was um numbers one through it looked like a, a phone and you could, you could press <laughs> i've but, seen the it buttons, now yeah now that and you say it like that yeah. and then depending on the game like uh Let's say that you bought the baseball game, okay, and you'd slide the baseball card over, over the, the numbers, okay. over the numbers, and so you press the number 
six, and that would be first base, and he'd throw it to first base. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my mom was addicted to a game on that machine called Astro Smash. Wait, is that anything like Asteroids? Um, no. Astro Smash is just, like, much more crude. Okay. <laughs> it's just, there was a, you know, there was a ground, and you had a little gun that would go right to left across the ground. Like and, Space Invaders. Sort of. Okay. Stuff, crap would just fall from the sky, and you'd have to shoot shoot the crap in the sky. Before. As it was coming down at you? Yes. And okay. And you couldn't get hit, and there was certain things, like spinners or something, that if they hit the ground, then you would lose a life. So, I, I want to stop you there, because that is... That's a game that I don't think any gamer that is my age or younger, 25 or younger today, has probably ever heard of. And if they had, it was from someone like yourself, who's uh, more experienced in the video game world. Yeah. So, for someone... It, it was How old was your mom then, would you say, in this year? She's probably years? my age now. So, if she was like 45-ish? Yeah, so she was probably a little younger. She was probably... Okay. So she early was 40s. Early 40s. An early 40-year-old woman uh, just staying up all night playing this game. That w- It was so fun to her, yet we have no idea about it now in this generation. Mm-hmm. And I think I find that so intriguing because there's, there's just so much that has been missed. And I think that's why I really took my dive into old school gaming like I did was because I didn't want to miss anything that was major. I would always hear... Um, some of my favorite guys on either YouTube or other podcasts just talking about these games that they loved and like was absolutely momentous for them and I had no idea what they were so this is why I want this talk this is why I want to sit here with you and chat I have a question for you I got an answer (laughs) Um, your Christmas present yes have you figured out the patterns yet you, I have. Can you get a touchdown every yeah. time now? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Super easy. So, Krug has gotten me a, it was like a digital football game that had an analog screen, which just had blinking lights, and you have to figure out which light you are and make your way 10 yards as a, at a time, left to right, on this analog screen until you get a touchdown, of course, and then you have to try to stop the runners. There definitely is a pattern uh, that's with a lot of the old games such as pac-man you you're going to face patterns because there was only so much that the developers could code what i do know about pac-man or this football game they were only developed by one person at a time and it did take uh about a year and a half for the better games as atari came out and started releasing their games like et then they still stuck with the one developer method, but they limited him to only three months to create the game ET, all of the coding. With that being said, it's a pretty good game for only three months to develop and dish out for the holiday season, but ET is widely known as the game that caused the video game crash. Is there any major games that. Was it Astro Clash? Is there any major games that. Astro you, Smash. Smash, sorry, Astro Smash. Is there any major games that you have in your heart? I know Joust was a big one that I hadn't known of until I met you. Yeah, um, there's a lot of them. Sort of, <laughs> you know how like when they come out with new movies and you're like, oh, that's that's my new favorite movie, or you yeah, know, and it's just of course the same thing with the '80s and video games. There was like each week there was a new 
game in the arcade. Like a new machine like. rolled, in, rolled in on the dolly. Yep, and then there'd be a crowd of people around that game. And uh, What'd you call those good games? The quarter eaters? Is that what you called them? We, Coin eaters? We didn't. I, we didn't call them that. We just you told me that once. I don't remember. Me that. neither. Okay, go on. I do, but I do remember <laughs> all of our all of our parents. We would drive them crazy because all we would all we would constantly bug them. Mom, can I have a quarter? Mom, can I have a quarter? <laughs> you know, you go to the grocery store. There'd be a game or two. Yeah. Go. You know. Yeah. Anywhere, and they had a, a video game. You're just like, can I have a quarter? And now, you know, we go to this arcade near us. Yeah. And, uh, do you remember the name of this arcade? Yes, I do. Let's hear it. It's Fun Spot. Oh. Oh, I'm talking about... Present day. Present day. <laughs> I, was, yeah, I, I wanted the old school Oh, jeez. No, I don't remember names of the old school arcade. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, let's go on then. So, Fun Spot. Yeah. They, I wonder what that is. Yeah. Go on. Uh, I lost my train of thought now. It's... Uh, oh, yeah. you like, Like, one of these games, like, I remember going to bed at night like you know how you your brain you you just think you, whatever you think about before you fall asleep yeah and i yeah. go through phases like when asteroids came to my town i was like i i just fall asleep just like flying that ship around like <laughs> i close my eyes and i <laughs> could see there it. yeah yeah I, I just love the controls for it so much and then um in our grocery store they had a game called venture and and I, I, I just adored that game. And now I've, I've seen it. I think I had you play it once. Yeah, it's, that sounds familiar. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's pretty bad. It's terrible. Yeah, the, the main uh, character is like a unplayable. circle with a smiley face and an arrow sticking out of his head that he could shoot at people. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's I'm, that's what I'm into. I The, the games that... It's not so much the nostalgia, like, to be honest, I try to stop being so biased with my opinions just because a game has given me nostalgia. Uh, there's definitely games I go back to that I used to play, let's say, Jet Grind Radio for the Sega Dreamcast. It's it's blocky, it, the controls are slippery. No, they're not slippery, they're just, like, they're awkward. The whole game is awkward, but because it was a game I used to play... It has enjoyment involved with it so I try to just forget about that part and play strictly the game because I find myself going back to those games that have been released in that like 1999-1998 or even go old school to the Pac-Man or the Joust or we could talk um, Dungeon's Lair and those old school games Dra that, Dragon's, Lair. Dragon's Lair Jeez. Okay. I was thinking of the space one first what was the space one called? The Dragon's Lair I and... Was, I think it was Space Ace, but I'm not yes, positive. Yes, that sounds right. Space Ace and Dragon's Lair. So I, I'll go back to those games, and I just... I I don't have any nostalgia for them. I'm going in with no, like, expectations. I'm going in, playing a game for the game, and trying to, like, work out, is it the game I want to play? Is it, like, what something I would enjoy in that sense. And I try to pick apart my nostalgia games that way too. That was a big ramble, but we're going to continue on anyway. <laughs> um, so Dungeon's Lair, Dragon's Lair is 
that that game is a video. It's like it's a movie that you're playing in, right? Yeah, it's like a cartoon. And that recently, yeah. did you see it on the? Um, you told me to watch that TV show. I did tell you to watch that TV show, um, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yep, and Dragon's Lair is the game. And that was when I saw that scene was it was in season two. That was the moment I picked up my phone and texted you. You have to watch this series <laughs> because there's already so many things that you had. Like brought into the light for me with gaming that is brought into it. Uh, there are these, you know, obviously they're really nerdy kids dressing up like Ghostbusters and such. So I figured that you know that's Ned. Ned would be a Ghostbuster in school, like no one else dressing up on Halloween when he's in sixth grade. But he's he's sitting there with the his mom's vacuum backpack on. <laughs> Did I tell you a little um, aside? Did I tell you? I can't remember if I was telling you or Zoe when I was that age of the kids in that show. Um, I went as a ghost, but I wanted to be a cool ghost. Okay. And so I tucked my ghost sheet into my jeans. <laughs> That's how you were a cool ghost. I was like, bottom half was just regular boy, top half was ghost. <laughs> So that's <laughs> that's how you went to yeah. school? No, or no, I, that was trick or treating. Okay, yeah. that's fantastic. That's good. So, and was that because of Ghostbusters? Uh, no, that was just because <laughs> you were cool. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Can we talk Joust? Oh, sure. Why do you like Joust so oh, much? Oh my lord, that game. We, okay, that game was in our local. What was it? What do you call it? Skating rink. Okay. Um, roller skating. That's another thing that we've lost. It's like every every town had a skating rink, and um, they'd have you know the lights and. The... I've I've gone. I've been to one, and it is now run down and it's gone. It's disappeared. I think it's now a storage facility, yeah. if I remember correctly. For for anyone going through puberty, and you know the, the, they all have the announcers, and the, you know. Blasting Steely Dan on the over thing, and <laughs> you're just like, okay, everybody, it's time for couples skate, and then you have to find someone, Grab a your girl. girl, yeah, and you hold hands, and that was like a, a very thrilling thing. But you know, if you could, if you couldn't find a, a partner, then you'd go to joust. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why. Oh, it's your high school sweetheart. That's why joust is such an impact. Or would this be before high school? Uh, this was before high school. This was junior high. Okay. Middle school love. Yeah. <laughs> Puppy love. That stuck with you forever. Yeah. So this it was just a very unique um, controller. You know, you press the button and you flap once. Mm-hmm. And the more you press the button, the higher you flap. Yeah. And you had to... It's similar to, for those of you that don't know, it's similar to the original Mario Bros where you're it's like the side scroll fixed screen you and Luigi are flipping over turtles jumping up and knocking them off if they're on their shells very similar style to that but the challenge here is you are on like an ostrich-like thing yes (laughs) yep and you are flying as Krog was saying you could tap the button to flap higher 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 and if you just land on top of another ostrich you cap them or you you take them out. You destroy them. Correct? Right. So we went to our local arcade. It was probably five years ago now, the first time we went to Fun Spot together. I don't know. It was, it was a while ago. But that was the game he had me play. That was the one. That but it was a disappointment, though, 
because it was a horizontal surface game. That's right. Yeah, we been... had to. It was a tabletop. It wasn't an upright cabinet. Right. It's unfortunate. Uh, what I want to know here is, for me, if I want to play games with friends, I either have to know them. I could go through a Facebook page to find someone, or I could find a group about a certain video game and create connections through that. Or, you know, I could be at school, work, I could see someone who just, like, will just be talking games and, oh, you have an Xbox, I have an Xbox, let's connect. I want to know, at the arcades in the 80s, did you ever just make friends there? Was that a place to go to socialize and be with fellow gamers and just nerd out? No. No. <laughs> My heart is broken. <laughs> it was like more of a place to go make enemies. Really? Yeah, it was a lot. I mean, at least in, in Florida. I mean, that's where I... Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of smack talk and, yeah, peop, you know, kids just hazing you and... You know, if, if if they talk to you at all, it'll be like, man, you suck. Yeah, that's all you heard. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was just me. <laughs> you Well, uh, could be. Yeah. Well, did you ever see someone who was good at the game and find yourself in the other ones in their shoes, like tables turn kind of deal, and you could tell them, like, hey, you're really good. How'd you do that? Or I didn't know the game was capable of this. Have you found yourself there? Or anyone ever do that with you? Uh, I don't think I was good enough to have a crowd of people ever around me. But no. if there was someone if there was someone who was doing really well, yeah. they'd end up having a crowd of people all around them. And, and that like, was just, just watching. That see, I would I wouldn't be that guy. You you, you know? would have been that guy. If it was Tetris, probably. I would hope so anyway. That was my game. I would fall asleep too and just think of the patterns and still do. If I grind Tetris for long enough I will my eyes are still scrolling. Like, if that's the only way I can put it, eyes are still scrolling around. Yeah. Um, but before I forget, I just want to th- touch on the, um, going back to when you said the Commodore 64. Yes. Um, what was the game for that system? Well, th- there was a ton of games for that system. I know, I want to know the game, though. Why did, the... why did kids buy that system? Well, why I, I didn't know why I got the system okay. until I tried it, but, um, the Ultima series. Oh, yes, and you've had me try the Ultima series. Did you? Uh, I did Ultima 3 for the Nintendo Entertainment System for about 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so when I when I when I was 16, that was the pinnacle of um, I could see it. Fantasy gaming. I can see it. And uh, I I had an injury. I I had a knee injury um, from surfing and I was uh, laid up on a couch for okay. an entire summer and that's all I did you just sat and played I Ultima I played Ultima 3 and then I played Ultima 4 and that's pretty much all I did that's fantastic though because similar story here I wasn't injured but I was invested in my games I was out of high school and at home just trying to avoid social life I guess <laughs> and I discovered Oblivion and Skyrim had already come out. Oblivion is Elder Scrolls 3, right? Yep, Elder Scrolls... No. No, it's not. It's Elder Scrolls 4. 3 is Morrowind. Oh, yeah. 4 yeah. is Oblivion. Yeah. So, I was playing it on the Xbox 360, and I remember playing it for about 25 minutes on Thanksgiving. And I said to myself, like, this game is awesome, but 
if Skyrim goes on sale tomorrow, Black Friday, I'm going to buy Skyrim instead. Yes, it went on sale. It was Black Friday, of course. And it was also a year old at that point. So I got Skyrim for like 20 bucks. And I think that weekend I put in, I think it was over 40 hours. No sleep, no friends, no nothing, just play. And it was awesome. It was so awesome. I, <laughs> um, so after playing Skyrim, trying to dull myself back down to Ultima series. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like playing Madden and then going back to playing that handheld thing. That I yeah, yeah, the analog. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just no comparison. So that's... But I don't want to miss out. I still don't want to miss out. To be fair, I don't... I'm not a huge fan of the style that Ultima was because I remember it was like you had that free roam feature and then you'd encounter something and then it was a turn-based battle if I remember correctly. Is that right? It's like turn-based battle system kind of like you hit okay for this much damage now they're going to hit you for this much damage. To be honest I don't even remember. <laughs> I believe that's how it was. It was similar to uh, the Earthbound series but not so much there with the writing. There was a lot left to the imagination. <laughs> so I, I mean, Earthbound isn't even a game that I consider one of my favorites just because of the play style. So Ultima definitely suffered in multiple instances there. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have a like a first-person view? Do you remember your first first game that came from a first-person view? Give me a second. I will give you a second. And while you ponder on that, uh, Finn, I wanted to ask you, in reference to all these old-school games... Had you ever emulated, like, Pac-Man or Asteroids, Galaga? Galaga once or twice, but I just, I can remember being really bad at it and just not really enjoying it, probably because I was really bad at it. Was Galaga just with me? Was that because you were hanging out with us? Because we started playing that. I think I played Galaga a couple times before hanging out with you, and then you making me play it again reminded me how much I was, how bad I was at it, so... I don't know if you remember, but when we picked up the NES Mini yep. from Best Buy that day, we <laughs> we were scrolling through the games, and the game we decided to try playing, which neither of us knew anything about, was Defender 2. Defender 2. I, yeah, I remember and this. We <laughs> couldn't beat the first level, nope. but we did learn that it was a Konami game, and <laughs> knowing the Konami code, just up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start or AB start, I always mix it up, don't quote me on that, we could get all these power-ups and be invincible for 10 seconds, and if you put it in at the right moment, then we could get past level 2, because there was this one, you had to fight a volcano at the end, do you remember? I remember Side scrolling, shooter, you fought a volcano-like thing at the end, and it was, it was unbeatable without the code. It was impossible. Yeah, that, I, that I mean, we obviously must have missed it wasn't something. impossible, but... We must have missed something, probably. for sure. Uh, coming back to you, Krug, do you know that first first-person game you encountered? Well, I've, I've thought of two. I don't remember their names. Okay. Um, one of them was this thing. Um, you might you might have even seen it before in an arcade. It's like it looks like a motorcycle, but it's not a motorcycle. Okay. And you you're kind of hunched over it, leaning forward, and it's just like a racing type game. All right. And the track. Um, Go it, it it could go in a 360 so you can go upside down and you try to hit oh. the speed up like they'd be like rectangles that are 
lit up like yellow or green or something and if you hit a speed up you go really fast and um that was basically just it that was it that was it it was just you were was the view from like the it nose was, of the car like right on the hood uh or did you see the I think hood it, i think it was side? just behind okay and <laughs> and you could do jumps and it was like for a 3d game that would go forward in space mm-hmm. at that time was just kind of mind-blowing what year would you guess this was I would have to guess, let's see, uh, probably 83, 84, something. Wow. And, um, yeah, everyone wanted to play that game. There was, a, like, a line. What basically. about, like, first-person shooters? That, I've got an image in my head, too. Yes. Which the walls are just, um, you know, 90-degree angles, just planes, like, flat planes. And um, that's all. That's all I remember is like a maze type thing. Do you remember walk, the screensaver walking. for Windows PCs? That was the three D maze. Came out in the nineties. No. Okay, because that's what I'm imagining you're remembering here, because all it was the screensaver was. Do you remember this? One? I do remember this. Yeah, it's just you. It's it's the first person view, I guess, of this three D maze, and it's just. Coming forward, taking 90 degree turns, left, right, finding dead ends, just going, going. Was there ever an end to it? I could never watch it long enough. Yeah, well, it was a a screensaver, you know. I think that was always my screensaver until I realized you could type something in and make it spin in circles. (laughs) (laughs) It was always like I had to put something there for myself, for my own sake. Uh, I got to hear one more good game from you, Ned. One more game, Krug, that could really be, like, something that our viewers could go back on and possibly enjoy as much as they'd enjoy a blockbuster that just came out last week. Mm. That's, uh, talk, talk to Finn for a second. I've got to right. mull this over. Finn, is there any uh, other game that you can think of from back in the day that you could give to our viewers to try out if they want to go back to the old school cabinet style playing if they found themselves in one of those old school arcades do you have a personal favorite when we go to fun spot there was one that i always played every time we went to fun spot but i can't remember what it was okay. it was a racing game was it did you stand still and or the uh, camera stood still i should say and there was like this overhead bird's eye view as you steered no, the car you were, around. you were behind the car. Okay. Um. <laughs> was it like an 80s style car? Like the graphics? Yeah. I would... In a red Ferrari? The convertible? I want to say the car was blue, so I don't know. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I don't really remember. It's been so the long. The first game I was mentioning was Sprint Race, if you want to... That's a fun four-player game if you can see the find the. Fi- I know which one you're talking The stand-up about, cabinet yeah. with the four steering wheels, and you're you're standing up. You have to pedal for gas, and you know which one that is, right? The four-player sprint race. Yeah, that's fun. That is a good one. Um, did you think of one in that time, Craig? Did yes. What's which one do you have for us? Um, I really, I to this day, I really enjoyed the Tron game, and uh, so Tron was fun, but then. Um, a few months later, they came out with Tron Discs. Have you ever heard of that one? You you actually started telling me about it, and I've yet to play it. But I haven't seen it since 
you know, for, in forever. But what's um, the what's the difference from Tron? Because Tron is like playing Snake with another player, right? Well, there's four different. There's four My different. Uh, <laughs> let's hear it. There's, you know, you, there's a starting screen, and you have to choose uh, one of uh, four random, uh, four random game modes. One's, okay. One's tanks, one's like snakes. Um, the other one is you're in a tube with colors that rotate around. You have to shoot them before you go up through the thing. Oh yes. And okay. The last one is spiders, and so that was fun, and it's still fun. But Tron Discs was. Um, it was more of a 3D thing where um, you'd your opponent would be on the other side and they'd be standing on these um, concentric light circles and you would throw your disc and you would bounce it off the walls or off the ceiling and oh. it would ricochet down and it would, um, if it hit the a disc uh, like that they were standing on, yeah. it would disappear and then they'd have to like, if they wanted to stay on, they'd have to like jump over that part. I've just made so many connections with the Tron movie I saw. I don't know, 2012, whenever it came out. Yeah, same things are just going through my head. Five years ago, six years ago now. Yeah, I. it sounds like a really fun game. And it sounds like it's advanced enough to be enjoyable. I, uh, I'm hoping I'm remembering it correctly because I haven't... I haven't played it since, okay. you know, 1987 right. or whatever. <laughs> it could just be something you've built up in your own head. Right. Like, I just... remember it was awfully fun. That's all so I remember. That, to be honest, I, I think any of those games, any of those stand-up games, as long as they were made with, like, not, not so much perfect controls or good enough controls, but just controls that made sense for the game. If the controls make sense for the game and you're playing with a friend and you got time to kill doesn't matter what the game is just absolutely very crushing it and making those moments that's 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 where i'm at with this that's 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 what i like to see for sure finn krug anything else you'd like to mention before we cancel this pod no thank good to go thanks for inviting me yeah. yeah hey happy to have you and uh just one it's always been like an interest of ours what was it like then did <laughs> was the gaming community as connected as it is now through the internet then when you didn't have the internet and you only had this hub of a place to meet each other uh i think more more so you you do kind of the same thing you do now you'd go yeah. to your friend's house and you'd either play atari or ColecoVision. you or... compromise on what game you're gonna play together yeah, depending on what you had at disposal. But arcades were, you know, sometimes you'd go with your friends to the arcades, and uh, and play, and you know, it was fun. I really, you know, I always thought if I lived in the eighties, I'd be in a little skateboarding clique, just like the lo- not the longboards, the shortboards they had back then. You know, where they would do the moves through the cones. I wouldn't do any of that. I would just use that to get to the arcade with my buddies and then we'd see who could get the highest scores on what machines and that's that that was a dream for me would you say that could be possible through the power of friendship absolutely oh anything is <laughs> finn krug thank you so much and uh viewers thank you again if you want to reach out to us it would be through facebook on what is it again oh yeah at momentous.gaming yep thank you guys we'll see you next time